Christmas. Man, we're glad you guys are here tonight, and uh, this is just always a special night for us. Uh, it's always a special time to just kind of reflect, and probably this year, more than any other year, we need some of that. Just time to reflect and get focused and get ready for uh, what tomorrow is really all about. So tonight is going to be really laid back. You're going to even know all the songs. They're, they're all familiar. Uh, we're going to have a lot of scripture. Uh, and then we'll have a time of communion and finish with uh, lighting candles at the end. And I'll be back up to explain that and let you get your communion and candles if you haven't already, haven't already done that. But we're just really, really glad uh, that you're here tonight uh, to celebrate watching online. Uh, we're thrilled that you're with us watching online, and I just encourage you right now as we get started uh, in the comment bar, just let us know where you're watching from, because we know we've already got some folks that have gone to be with family and things like that, uh, and so we're just going to, we're just going to enjoy the time. We're going to start off with some scripture, uh, and then go right into some music and some more scripture and back and forth, uh, and this first scripture um, is kind of special, not just because it's scripture. Uh, but it's going to be read to you uh, by Sebastian Aspiaga, who is leading our new uh, Hispanic service, Iglesia, Iglesia Cristiana, Shelby. Uh, and uh, so the words will be on the screen if you can't follow Sebastian exactly. But let's worship. John 1, 1 through 5, and 9 through 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. The true light that gives light to the... Uh, the true light that gives light to every man uh, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and through the world was made uh, through him. The world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who received him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born, born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became uh, flesh and made his dwelling among us. He have, uh, you know, we have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Hark the herald angels sing glory to Proclaim Christ is Lord in death. 
you stand as we sing? evening. I'm going to read for you guys out of Luke, second chapter, verses 8 through 15. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flock of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all the people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, The Lord has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly, 
the angel was joined by a vast hordes of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those whom God is pleased. When the angel had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. Amen.
continuing in Luke chapter 2, verse 17. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told of them about the child. And all who heard were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. is overcoming distraction. I mean, it's every year. Uh, In most years, it's the distraction of uh, misplaced ads and misplaced ideas that take the focus off. It's just the materialism and the commercialism. and, and, And all those things can get in the way each and every year. But can we agree that there's probably been more distractions this year than any other year in our life for us. I mean, wow. If you can focus on Jesus at Christmas this year, you could focus on him any time. But it takes some effort. It takes some effort. I mean, we've gone through all kinds of stuff this year 
There's, there's families that are really hurting right now. There's, there's families that for which Christmas is kind of like their least favorite time of the year because some people aren't there. I can relate to that. Six years ago tonight, I wasn't able to be here because I was holding my dad's hand on the night before he died. I understand those feelings. But Christmas is also a time of great celebrations. I mean, there's new life and new birth. And Todd's the granddad again this week. Uh, another grandbaby. So there's new life and new birth. And I look around and some of you guys, some of you guys, your life right now is a whole lot better than it was this time last year. Some of you guys, your life is better because you're physically feeling better. Some of your life is better because you're not addicted right now. Some of your life is better because your marriage is better. And so there's a lot of things to celebrate. But it's really easy to get distracted on the bad stuff, isn't it? Sometimes we even get distracted with the good stuff. This week, I don't know if you have had the privilege, I think it was a privilege, of being outside just as the sun went down and the night sky began. Uh, On Tuesday night this week, Tiffany and I, T-Rob and I were in the back getting ready to meet two different groups of people and we we were sitting back there watching the southwestern sky just as the sun hit the planets perfectly And we could see Saturn and Jupiter appear. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen. It was like somebody flipped the switch and it just came on. And it was like, oh, there it is. There it is. And and, and so we watched. And then that particular night, I guess that was actually Monday night, because we went out with some some folks and, and we were out delivering some food and I was with some guys. Some of them were here and before we left, I said, hey, look, see that? That's what, that's what people are watching tonight. And we, we talked about that. But you know what? Then I got home and, and I got on social media. Probably a huge mistake. I could say that about any night, right? Probably a huge mistake. And I got on, and at first I was kind of excited because there's all these people talking about the star of Bethlehem. And some of my friends who, listen, hear me when I say this, right? They're not even believers yet. Because I always believe the yet. They're not even believers yet, but they were talking about the star of Bethlehem. Not even realizing that any reference to the star of Bethlehem was referring to Jesus. And they didn't even realize it. And, and they're excited about it. They got to, hey, we got to see the star. And they're showing their pictures they took with their, their cell phones. And they're so excited about it. And I'm like, this is cool. This is cool. People are seeing that. And, and then I started reading some of my Christian friends. Some of my very intelligent Christian friends. Some of my Christian friends that over the years have a lot of degrees and a lot of knowledge. And they began debating why that could not possibly be the Christmas star, the star of Bethlehem. Because there's no way that God would just allow a happen chance alignment of two planets to introduce and to point people to his son. 
And they started to argue about whether or not, and there's this on Facebook stuff, and they're like blowing up people who don't even know Jesus and saying, no, that can't be about Jesus. And I'm like, how are you ever going to lead them to Jesus if you keep distracting them? Because here's the real deal. Two planets created by the master of the universe coming into perfect alignment. Okay. A a pre-existent star that one night shined brighter than it had ever shined before and caused people to get their attention that maybe something special was happening. Okay. A, a, A perfectly newly created star on that night. To, to guide some people. Okay. See, the reality is none of us really know which it was. All I know is on that night, it drew people to Jesus. But, but here's, the, here's the amazing. It wasn't the night he was born. It was probably about eight months after that that they actually came. They started seeing the star, and they started making their way there, and it took some time, and, you know, all along, though, they were looking for the Messiah. Isn't that really what it's all about? Looking for Jesus. Looking for Jesus. Whether it's some people two millenniums ago that were a little bit wiser than everybody else, whether it was some poor shepherds that were out in the field, I really don't think it matters. Because Jesus came for all of them. Jesus came for all of them. The rich, the poor, the black, the white, the, the educated, the uneducated, those that society thought were special and were great and were wise, and those that society wanted to throw by the wayside. Jesus came for all of them. And and he came for all of us. (laughs) He came for all of us. I, I love that we're getting there. We're not there yet, but we're getting there as a church. I love that you got to hear scripture tonight from a, a wonderful a wonderful brother who was born in Chile and came to America to play tennis and along the way developed a relationship with Jesus Christ and is now leading a new worship service here on the hill. I love that. Uh, amen. I love, I love that you got to hear from my brother Brett, who is so full of energy and excitement and just happens to have darker skin than I do. And he's part of our team. He went from being a, a prison guard and a sales manager at a, at a shopping mall to serving Jesus full time. And I love that. I, I love that you got to hear from a, from a college track coach that took a challenge and said, I'm going to step out in faith and do something I never thought I would do and is blowing up our student ministry in astronomical ways. And he's doing it with the help of another young man from Hispanic descent. See, I love that God is showing here in our midst that that Jesus that came was for all people. For all people. Don't get distracted. 
Don't get distracted. I, I hope over the next maybe one or two more nights that, that there's the chance of, of seeing this. I hope that maybe you'll be able to have a night without clouds that you can see a star. Or it's two planets. Guess who created them? And really all that matters is that we point people to Jesus. That's really all that matters this year. If there's ever been a time in the history of the world that we needed to point people to Jesus, the time is now. The time is now. Who would have thought when we were in here this time last year with twice as many chairs and therefore twice as many people in the room and half as many people online? Okay, so now we just had to figure out how to do things a little differently. But God's still God and he's still working, guys. Because Tuesday night, Tuesday night, we got to go back in the baptistry again. Baptize a family that's been worshiping with us online. That happened a couple weeks ago. And maybe it's going to happen for you. Maybe it's going to happen for some of you guys that are watching online right now. Maybe tonight you're going to see, I need to get my life pointed to Jesus. And you're going to pick up the phone and call like people have been doing and saying, Hey, I've been watching online. When can I talk to someone about being baptized? Anytime. We got people to talk to you about that anytime. Because until he comes back again, all we're about is pointing people to Jesus. We don't want to get distracted with the things of this world. We just want to point people to Jesus. And the beauty of it is, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. And you don't have to have a bunch of degrees and a bunch of wisdom. All you got to have is a changed heart. A life-changed heart. This is... There's got to be more. And that's what drew people to Jesus 2,000 years ago. It's what was drawing people to Jesus 4,000 years ago when they were waiting for him to come. And it's what will draw people to Jesus today. Man, the opportunity's there, guys. It's go time. Let's love God. Love people. Let's go change the world. We're going to have a time tonight just for you to have communion as a family. Some of you, you know, we've kind of gotten in the habit now with stations. This used to be something we only did once or twice a year, and it's now it's it's our pattern. But if you didn't grab communion on the way in, just as as Todd and Ethan play. You'll have a chance to get up, and there's six stations, uh, two right up down here, and two kind of the side, and two in the back. And there's trays there. And just so you know, if you haven't been worshiping here with us, the cups are stacked. There's two in a stack, and the bottom one's got a piece of bread, and the top one's got the juice. And so you can go get the cup, and you can have your own time of prayer uh, as a family. When you go up there, be sure and get a candle as well, okay? 
and get a candle as well. And then when the service is over tonight, the very last thing we'll do is we'll sing Silent Night. We'll light our candles. And then as you leave, if you would help us out, just drop the communion cups in a trash can. And there's, there's receptacles for you to put the candles in as well. But right now, just let me pray. And then we'll continue to worship Jesus. God, thanks for loving us. Help us not to be distracted by the things of this world. Help us not to be distracted by meaningless arguments. Help us to point people to Jesus. God, I pray that if that's our desire, that there will also be an understanding that before we can point anyone to Jesus, we have to follow Jesus. So that we can say to them, you follow me as I follow Christ. And so God, as we partake tonight, I pray that as we partake of this communion, that you'll let it be a, a way of reminding us of who you are, how much you love us, of what Jesus did for us, and that it would motivate us to love you, to love people, and to allow Jesus to work through us to change the world. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. As you come up, there's also offering things. We talk a lot about our Together initiative. And we if you're part of our church family, you know that's all about paying uh, or front-loading our missions and benevolence so that we can make a difference. So if you brought your red envelope to, to do that, we're, we're trying to do something crazy in the midst of a pandemic. We're trying to raise well over $100,000 this week. Uh, you need to know... <laughs> Our actual goal is 250, and we're well over 10% of the way there already. Uh, So let's give so the whole world can be pointed to Jesus. Hey!
Till that storm was moved for good, before the Lamb had conquered death. And the dead rose from their tombs, and the angels stood in none. For the soul of all who come to the Father are restored. And the church of Christ was born, then the Spirit lit the flame. Now this gospel truth of all. Shall not kneel and shall not faint by his blood and in his name. In his freedom I am free for the love of Jesus Christ who has resurrected me. as we close tonight to join with believers from generations past and believers all over the world right now and singing silent night
services uh, this Sunday morning at 8.30, at 10, and 11.30. Uh, everything will be streamed online, so if you watch us online, uh, continue to do that until you feel free uh, to come back in person. Uh, and if you think tonight is, or this afternoon service has been something other people uh, would enjoy, uh, go home and encourage them to get online uh, at 5 o'clock for the next service. You guys have a blessed week. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.